This podcast is sponsored by the Kerry Golston Ministries International, continuing the vision for end time ministry. Be sure to purchase Kerry Golston's first ever publication, Go Teach My People Faith, co-authored by Pastor Lisa Williams, now available on Amazon.com. We believe that you'll receive wisdom, understanding, favor of God and men, help to all your flesh and bones, and revelation knowledge as you partake of the word. And we believe that your faith is growing exceedingly in Jesus' name. Amen. Come visit us at 160 West 129th Street in Harlem, New York. We'd love to see your face in the place. But for now, enjoy today's message. Hallelujah. But then again, you see, I was blessed before I got here. Amen. I, I was blessed before I got here. I, I know I know how to do the blessing thing. Hallelujah. I just worship the Lord and he just talked to you, just fellowshiped with you. Amen. He just tell you stuff you thought you knew. Hallelujah. I, I, I just want you to get this. We are we rolling. If we ain't rolling, roll, we go. Just okay. Amen. Because uh I just I like to be moved by the spirit. See, I just like to be. See, I, I don't come out of my fast now. And I, I was believing for certain things during the fast, the supernatural, remember? And instruction and direction. And and I, I believe I received it. See, I believed I received it before the first day of the fast. Because I'm see, because I'm I'm connected to God, and God calleth those things that be not as though they were. So when I when I fast, I fast. And I say what I'm fasting for and what the result of the fast is going to be before I ever fast. See, because God's the same before I fast, during the fast, and after my fast. He's not going to change because I fast. He don't care if you fast. He ain't changing. Amen. But he wants you to act like him and call those things to be not as though they were. So I, that's what, exactly what I did. So I'm just, I, I started walking in it, you know, as soon as the fast was over. I said, all right, I receive it in the name of Jesus. So I'm walking in and now I'm, I'm, I'm blessed and the supernatural is just happening all around me. And, and I'm telling you, it's just, it's just exciting. So in John, the sixth chapter, hallelujah, in the 28th verse, John 6, 28, then said they unto him, what shall we do that we might work the works of God? Do you know the works of God is the supernatural? Because if God does it, it's supernatural. Anything God does is supernatural. If God winks, it's supernatural. Did you know that? Whatever God does is supernatural. So if you're going to do the works of God, you're going to do the supernatural. That's just the way it is. Amen. So <clears throat> in the 29th verse, Jesus answered, said, this is the work of God, that you believe on him whom he hath sent. This is the work of God, that you believe on him whom he hath sent. Believe on him. Now, initially, we went through all this before through these scriptures. I'm not going to go back and review all that, that uh, Jesus is the one that the father sent. But then when Jesus went back to heaven, he said he was going to send another comforter. He's going to send the Holy One, the Holy Spirit, and he was going to abide with you forever. Said he's going to be with you forever. He is now presently the sent one. He is the only God here in the earth realm. And not only is he here in the earth realm, he lives in us. For greater is he that's in me and you than he that is in the world. Hallelujah. So the greater one lives in me. So God, God, the Holy Ghost lives in me. He is the sent one. Now, my job is to believe on him. These signs shall follow them that believe. Did you hear me? These signs shall follow them that believe. These signs shall follow them that believe. You cannot bypass him and believe. Ooh, wait a minute. What did he say? He said, you 
cannot bypass the Holy Spirit and believe. Glory to God. All right, let's check this out. Turn back to the fourth chapter of John. I'm going to do this quickly and we're going to do the offering. Because I just might want to dance again or something, you know. Hallelujah. In the fourth chapter of the Gospel of John, well, let's start over uh, third verse. Speaking of Jesus, he left Judea and departed again into Galilee. And he must needs go through Samaria. And he, listen to that carefully, and he must needs go through Samaria. We, we don't speak that way today. Basically, what he's saying is God had ordered him to go through Samaria. Hallelujah. God said, yeah, you got to go over here, but I want you to go by way of Samaria. Glory to God. Hallelujah. See, sometimes, sometimes to get there, we got to go through here. Glory to God, hallelujah. Sometimes it takes that, you see. You, you, you can't just, see, sometimes just because God says something to you, it may not be today and it may not be here. And you may have to go through here to get there. So going back to the text here, and he must needs go through Samaria. <laughs> Verse 5. Then cometh he to a city of Samaria, which is called Sychar, near to the parcel of ground that Jacob gave to his son Joseph. Now Jacob's well was there, Jesus therefore being wearied with his journey. You mean to tell me Jesus got tired because he had to go through Samaria? To get to, to, to Galilee where he was going. Oh, I ain't going that way. That's too far. I'll be tired. See, if I just go directly, see, if I just go directly, then I'll have plenty of time. No, he must needs go through Samaria even if he get tired. You ever been tired? One ask God, God, why? Lord, I'm tired. How come, how come I got to go through all this? You must needs go through Samaria before you get to Galilee. Don't God know that the, the shortest distance between two points is a straight line? Why he got me going all around here? Dr. Hilliard had a had a pastor at, at the conference uh, this past this past year, and uh, he had just met him, and uh, he, he had this saying about uh, he would always say up in here. So, Dr. Hilliard said, "Wait, wait, 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 where's my up in here, brother?" And he, he said, "Here, yeah, he said, give me one, give me one." He said, "Up in here." <laughs> Amen. All right, all right, all right. Let's get back. Let's get back. Hallelujah. Okay. <laughs> okay. Verse 5. Then cometh he to a city of Samaria, which is called Sychar, near to the parcel of ground that Jacob gave to his son Joseph. Now Jacob's well was there. Jesus, therefore, being wearied with his journey, sat thus on the well, and it was about the sixth hour. There cometh a woman of Samaria to draw water. Jesus saith unto her, Give me to drink. For his disciples were gone away unto the city to buy meat. Then saith the woman of Samaria unto him, How is it that thou, being a Jew, asketh drink of me, which am a woman of Samaria? For the Jews have no dealings with the Samaritans. Jesus answered and said unto her, If thou knewest the gift of God, and who it is that saith to thee, Give me to drink, thou wouldest have asked of him, and... 
he would have given the living water. He would have given you living water. The woman saith unto him, Sir, thou hast nothing to draw with, and the well is deep. From whence then hast thou that living water? Art thou greater than our father Jacob? Yeah. Which gave us the well and drank thereof himself and his children and his cattle? Oh, glory to God. Hallelujah. See, see, she brought up genealogy. She brought up the fact that, hey, this is, this is Jacob's well. Are you greater than Jacob? You know, genealogy sometimes get us messed up. All right. Hallelujah. Art thou greater than our father Jacob, which gave us the well and drank thereof himself and his children and his cattle? Verse 13. Jesus answered and said unto her, whosoever drinketh of this water shall thirst again. But whosoever drinketh of the water that I shall give him shall never thirst, but the water that I shall give him shall be in him. Wait a minute now. Whoa, wait a minute, wait a minute. But the water that I shall give him shall be in him, a well of water springing up into everlasting life. The water that I give you shall be in you, a well of water springing up to everlasting life. The water that I give you is going to be in you and it's going to be a well. <laughs> so you won't have to go externally to get this water. You'll draw this water from the inward parts. You'll draw this water from the inward being. You, you draw this water from inside. It's a well. See, usually with a well, only one person at a time can drink. And this well is for you. <laughs> so, 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 I'm going to give you a well of water springing up into everlasting life. Okay, Lord, I hear that. Now turn over to the seventh chapter of John and the 38th verse. Now watch this now, watch this now. Remember the well of water springing up to everlasting life, a well of water for you, the individual. A well of water. You have in you, if you're a born-again believer, you have a well of water that's springing up in you unto everlasting life. All right, Lord, I'll do that. He just showed me something. Some of us have friends and relatives and, and, and acquaintances who are born again. They're born again, but they're, they, they're out of fellowship with God. They, they went on back out into doing the worldly things and all like that. But see, the well is still in them. The well is still in them. Now, if any of you know anything about the old, the old wells and country wells and stuff, you have to prime it. You have to prime that thing, you see. So that well is in there. That well is in there already. So you got to prime it by the washing of the water of the word. So you put a little word on it and you, you pump that thing. You see, you, you pump that thing. As you pump that thing, that well of water that's on the inside of them already, it'll start to spring up. You say, well, how, how do I pump it? You say, the Lord is his shepherd and he shall not want. He's born again. He's a child of God. He's coming into the church. He's Keep pumping that thing, you see. Keep you gotta keep priming that thing. See, it don't make no difference what they act. They can be acting like the absolute devil himself incarnate, but there's a well in there, and all you got to do is pump that thing. See, you prime that thing and pump that thing. See, because you know you already got him. See, because the word already got to him. The word is already in there. The word is already there. You just gotta get that water to start flushing. 
and flowing. See, you got to get that water to flowing in them. See, they don't even know what's happening. They don't need to know what's happening. You just go confessing the word on it and you priming that pump and then after a while you get you a gush. The stuff start coming up and they'll start saying funny things like, and you gonna pray over your food? They start saying funny things, you know, like, did the Lord's Day win? When the boys called and said, did the Lord's Day, I can't have no drink today. What's wrong with him? What's wrong with him? He didn't care before. His pump is be. It's being pride, you see, and his world is starting to rush up and it's, it's starting to mess with him on the inside. He don't even know what's going on. <laughs> Let me get back over here. They're all messing with me here. <laughs> Let me get back over here. Watch this now. Watch this. John 7, 38. 7, 38. He that believeth on me, <laughs> as the scripture hath said, out of his belly shall flow rivers of living water. Wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. I thought we had a well. I thought we had a well. What happened? Now, now he's talking about a river. What, what happened to the well? Now watch, watch what he says, that verse 39. That's why you got to read scripture in context, see? Look at 39. In parameters it says, but this, this what? This river spake he of the spirit. The Holy Ghost, which they that believe on him should receive. Let me read it again. Y'all didn't get it. He that believeth on me, as the scripture hath said, out of his belly shall flow rivers of living water. But this spake he of the spirit, which they that believe on him should receive. Let me, let me pick this up. Maybe it'll read different when I pick it up. Let, 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 me, let me read this. Let me, let, me, let me put it in my hand here. Let me, let me see it. Let me see it. Let me see it. Listen, 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 listen. He that believeth on me. Talking about Jesus. Jesus is speaking. See, that's red. It's in red. It's in red. See? Jesus is speaking. He that believeth on me, as the scripture hath said, out of his belly shall flow rivers of living water, but this spake he of the spirit, which they that believe on him should receive. Believe on him who? How about him, the spirit? See, it's not enough just to believe on Jesus. You got to believe on the spirit whom he sent as the comforter in his place. And then out of your belly will flow rivers. Now see, the well was for you individually, but the river accommodates everybody. I said the river accommodates everybody. The river takes care of people that are around you. Yeah, 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 I said the river takes care of your family. The river takes care of your church. The river takes care of your friends. The river can flow for everybody. But it's still coming out of you. See, that's why, that's why, that's why, that's why somebody, even before the Holy Spirit was, remember, it's just said because the Holy Spirit was not yet given. But remember, there were guys even in the Old Testament that this was working for. How much more should it work for us? We have a better covenant established upon better promises, you see. Though, do you remember that? Uh, do you remember that? Uh, 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 what, what, what's, what's that boy's name? Uh, Lot. Do you remember that Lot was blessed just because of Abraham? See, rivers was getting on Lot. Oh God. Hallelujah. See, he got on him just because. I think I want to dance. 
in the I'm in the blessing flow because I don't got some of the river. I got my own river flowing, but I got some of Doc Hilliard's river. I got some of Fred Price's river. I got some of Hagen's river. I got some of Old Robert's river. God, see rivers, rivers of living water. It's gonna flow. Rivers, rivers, rivers. See, and it don't work for you unless you believe it. It doesn't work for you just because. Listen, listen. I got, I got a, I got a news for you. See, Lot was in the family. I remember in Joseph's day, Joseph was a slave. His master's name was Potiphar. Potiphar wasn't in the family. Potiphar wasn't saved. Potiphar didn't know God, but he said, there's something about this boy. Ever since he's been here, I've been blessed. He said, stuff just come to me. I'm just blessed because he's here. Now, if the boy had any sense, he'd have kicked that woman out. Joseph, bless him. Wife, bills. I choose you. You got to go. See, so, so that rivers, it works just being in the presence. Just being around. I don't mean just, just having up on somebody. You're interacting with them, you see. You're, you're helping them. You're with them. You're a part of them, you see. You, are, you see, that's why when you get hooked up, see, when you get hooked up with the man or woman of God who's teaching you the word of God and the blessings is flowing through them, the rivers flow off them on you. Hallelujah. Oh, look at my time. Let's go, let's go, let's go. All right, all right. Let's move on. Oh, glory to God. Now, 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 now. I want you to see this. I want you to see this. Now I'm going to close. I'm not, I'm, I'm going to close. I'm going to close. Listen. Pump that, pump that thing. Pump that thing. You know you got somebody. You know, you know you got somebody. You know, let them to the Lord right there in your house. And they've been acting the fool ever since. It's time for you to... Pump that thing. Pump that thing. Come on. Get that water flowing. Get that water flowing. Come on. Every time you think about it, say, Uncle Jabbo, the Lord is in your house. <laughs> Uncle Jabbo, there's a well of water springing up in you to everlasting life. I'm trying to teach you, and all I'm doing is preaching. Hallelujah. <laughs> I said, see, you get like that when I'm telling you, you just get crazy. That's why the devil tried to keep the blessing from you. See, because I was wild before, but now I'm just stone fool. Don't even, don't even talk to me. I'm just crazy out of my mind, you see. I'm just, I just believe everything. That's why he could talk to me the way he talked to me yesterday, but I ain't going to tell it. He ain't tell me to tell it. I can't tell it. I want to tell it. Oh, Lord God. But then now watch this, watch this. I want you to turn, please, to 1 Corinthians chapter 2. Oh, hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Believe on him whom he hath sent. <laughs> oh, I found out something about See, it's more to it than just speaking. It's more to it than that. You got a relationship. See, just like you got a relationship with the Lord Jesus Christ, you have to have a personal relationship with the Holy Spirit. See, you got to talk his language. As you talk his language, I'm telling you, the rivers will start to flow. See, because you get in with him. See, whoever you hang out with. Whoa, whoa. What do you say? What do you say? What do you say? Whoever you hang out with. <laughs> oh, glory. <laughs> First Corinthians. Chapter 2. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Oh, thank you, Jesus. Now watch this. Watch this. Watch this. This is, oh, this is rich. Yeah, if you can see this. But as it is written, verse 9. 
But as it is written, I have not seen. You haven't seen it yet. Nor ear heard. You haven't heard it yet. Neither have entered into the heart of man. You haven't even imagined it. Glory to God. So that's why, see, that's why, that's why I like to look at mansions and I saw what I saw that, Lord. You got to do better than that. I saw that. <laughs> oh, I know how to work the word. See, see, I saw that. You said I have not seen. <laughs> you got to do better than that. <laughs> All right, watch it, watch it. But as it is written, I have not seen nor ear heard, neither have entered into the heart of man the things which God hath prepared for them that love him. The things that God hath prepared for them that love him. In other words, God prepared for you everything that you need for your life down here below. He prepared it, well, he said to Jeremiah, before I formed thee in the belly. I knew thee. I prepared it before. And see, I used to read this. Listen, listen to me. Because see, this is how you can, you can be, you can be self-deceived. Listen to this. But as it is written, I have not seen nor ear heard, neither have entered into the heart of man the things which God hath prepared for them that love him. And I know where I got it from. I used to see that as after we get to heaven. After we get to heaven. No man has seen it. No man has even heard it. No man can even conceive of what I prepared for you. I see that as heaven. And I know where I got it from because I heard some preachers say it. And then the Lord showed me something. So why are you putting it off to heaven? Why are you putting it off to heaven? What about right here and right now? I prepared it for you. Everything that you need, I prepared for you before you got here. Ooh. God has blessed us with all spiritual blessings in heavenly places in Christ Jesus. And our faith is to cause it to manifest out of the spirit realm down here into the natural. Everything that we see here first was in the spirit realm. First, it was in somebody's mind. The mind of God or the mind of man. Every invention, first it was in some inside somebody. It never was just boom there. That's why evolution is so stupid. If I throw a hand grenade out here, what am I going to create another world? The Big Bang, boom. All the bombs they dropped in Afghanistan and Vietnam and all these other, ain't never created nothing. So now, if God prepared everything for us, that means that if I'm called to ministry, oh, Jesus, God prepared before I was born. He prepared everything that I need for ministry the way he ordained ministry to be for me. Every building, every vehicle, Every person, they were already in the mind of God, said, this is what he needs. But I, I have to believe in order for it to come. Now, now watch, now watch, now watch. Yo, yo, you stay with me, stay with me, stay with me. Watch this now. Hallelujah. Let me read that again. But as it is written, I have not seen, 
nor ear heard, neither hath entered into the heart of, of man the things which God hath prepared for them that love him. But God, watch the old, don't miss verse 10. But God hath revealed them unto us. How? Oh. By his spirit. By his spirit. For the spirit searcheth all things, yea, the deep things of God. So in other words, everything that God prepared for me to be a success in this life, it's all prepared, it's all sitting there, it's all waiting for me, but he doesn't reveal it to me, he reveals it to the Holy Spirit, and I have to get it from the Spirit. If I'm going to get it, I'm going to get it from him. Or I will not receive it. I will not know about it. I will not live in it. I will not enjoy it. I got to get it through the Spirit. Believe on Him whom He has sent. You got to believe on Him. See, it's not enough just to be born again. It's not enough just to accept Jesus as Lord and Savior. It's not enough just to get filled with the Spirit and speak with tongues one time. You got to develop that relationship with him. Because see, you hear, you hear Dr. Bridget talking about I'm going to get my stuff? You ain't going to get your stuff unless you get it through him. So you got to become acquainted with him. You got to talk with him. You got to fellowship with him. You got to you gotta get with him, you see. You, you got to get with the Holy Spirit. Because see, God said, okay, this is what I have for him and for her. Here it is. Now, when they get to know you, you can tell them. When they get to know you, you tell them what? have waiting for them for them and you can La. turn back to John please I'm trying to close I'm trying to close y'all help me close y'all help me y'all help me close they got to do the offering y'all help me close here Woo, glory to God, hallelujah. All right. Oh, oh Lord. Where my where myself? Where myself? Where myself? Where myself? Ah. Uh, uh, it's in here. It's in here somewhere. It's in here somewhere. Uh, I got to find it. What I want to show you. Come on, Lord. Help me, Lord. Help me, Lord. Whew. Help me, Lord. It's, I, know it's, I know it's here. I know it's here. I know it's here. Okay, John 16. John 16. John 16. Oh, thank you, Jesus. I'm going to get my stuff. Yeah, you better get to know him. You can yell all day long, I'm going to get my stuff. Until you know him who's holding the stuff, you ain't getting nothing. That's just the way the, the system is set up. <laughs> you think God going to let you turn your back on the Holy Spirit and just treat him any old way? Oh, no, 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 no. John 16, verse 7. Y'all getting anything today? All right, well, listen to this, listen to this. Nevertheless, I tell you the truth. Verse 7. It is expedient for you that I go away. For if I go not away, the comforter will not come unto you. But if I depart, I will send him unto you. And when he is come, he will reprove the world of sin and of righteousness and of judgment. Of sin because they believe not on me. Of righteousness because I go to my father and ye see me no more. Of judgment because the prince of this world is judged. I have yet many things to say unto you, but you cannot bear them now. How be it? How be it? Listen to this now. How be it? When he, the spirit of truth, is come, he will guide you into all truth. 
For he shall not speak of himself, but whatsoever he shall hear, that shall he speak. Watch, watch, watch. And he will show you, he will show you things to come. Who gonna show you? He gonna show you. God didn't say he gonna show you. Jesus didn't say he's going to show you. Jesus said the Holy Spirit is going to show you. If you don't get to know him, you ain't going to see nothing. <laughs> Talk to me. Verse 14. Verse 14. He's not done yet. He's not done. He shall glorify me, for he shall receive of mine and show it unto you. All things that the Father hath of mine. What? All things that the Father hath are mine. Therefore said I that he will sh <laughs> he shall take of mine and shall show it unto you. Well, now how can Jesus say something like that? That my stuff. Well, if you're in him and he's in you, his stuff is your stuff, and your stuff is his stuff, because we are joint heirs together. So he's going to show you our stuff. I say he's going to show you all our stuff, including everything that I prepared for you to fulfill your ministry, to fulfill your life, all the buildings, all the resources, all the money, all the people. See, because God has people ordained for you. He's got people ordained. He said, I will bring, over in Isaiah, he said, I will bring my sons and daughters from the ends of the earth, even everyone that is called by my name, because I've created them for my glory. So I'll send the blind that have eyes and the deaf that have ears. I'll send them all to fulfill. <laughs> See, because when God gives you a vision, you receive it as my vision, but remember it's his vision. He just shared a part of his vision with you. I said he just shared a part of his vision with you. It's like an assembly line. We're all on the assembly line. And at the end of that assembly line, say an automotive assembly line, comes out of a car. And we all have our part to play. So this guy may put on the driver's side door. That's his part to play. The next guy may put on the passenger rear door on the driver's side and somebody else on the other side. Somebody else puts on the, the hub and somebody else puts on the wheel and somebody else puts in a headlight. And some, see, but we're all workers together with him. We all do our part. You do your part. He does his part. I can't do your part and you can't do my part. That's why everybody in here has a part and nobody else can do their part but them. We're all on the assembly line. We're all members fitly joined together. See, we fitly joined together because when we work in unison, when we work like we're supposed to, just like that, just like that assembly line, the finished product at the end will be the vision that God put in that man over here. That vision will be fulfilled over there. But all of us in the line, we got our part to play. I mean, you pulling a crank and somebody else is priming and you know and somebody else is turning it somebody else is twisting it somebody else is singing and somebody else is playing and somebody else is praying everybody's got a part to play glory to God and that's how we get our stuff I said that's how we get our stuff and we cannot we cannot we cannot afford to be selfish we cannot be we cannot afford to be selfish just because it is not your place to put in the gas tank. I ain't doing nothing. All I do is put in the fuses. Look at that guy down the other end. He gets to put in the tank. Look at that guy. He gets to put in the motor. Look at that guy. He gets to put in the transmission. But I tell you what, the, the motor, the transmission, it ain't going nowhere without that fuse. 
Yeah, you got to do your part. See, that little fuse that looks like it ain't doing nothing, without you, that car ain't going nowhere. So don't look at yourself as, I'm nobody, I'm low, I'm a low man on the, every part is needed. Every part is needed. And every part has got to get their stuff. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I say every part's got to get their stuff. Because in order to do what you're called to do, you got to have your stuff. See, he said, I, I, I want your joy to be full. See, your joy, your joy ain't full when you you somewhere working when you should be putting infusers. See, you over here doing this man's vision when you ought to be over here putting infusers. And see, you ain't fulfilled. I, I said you ain't fulfilled till you get that fuse in. You get that fuse in, man, I mean, you be fulfilled. You feel like a million dollars. Oh, glory to God, I found my spot. Oh, glory, give me them fuses. Line them up, boys, I'm ready to go. Line up them fuses, I'm ready to go. See, I'm now I'm fulfilled. I've done everything else. I've done this part and that part. I've been here, I've been there, I've traveled the world. I've done, but I was never fulfilled until I got here among these fuses. Hey, Corey, I got, oh, I got my spot now. I know what I was ordained for. I know what I came into this earth for. Like I was sharing with the brothers this morning, Jesus said, for this purpose, I came into the earth to go to that cross to redeem mankind. I mean, if he'd have stayed, in, stayed at his father's house just being a carpenter, he would have never been fulfilled. Say, yeah, but the cross hurts. It don't hurt when you're fulfilled. I, I said it don't hurt when you're fulfilled. See, Hebrews talks about the fact that Jesus endured it because he looked beyond it. He looked beyond the pain and he saw the glory. This is what I'm, this is what I'm called for. This is what I'm ordained for. I got to do this. I know what the world says. I know what how they try to dictate to you. I know how they try to control you and put you into a little a little spot. You know they want you over here. Why? Because they need you over there to fulfill what they want. But God has a spot for you, and that spot will remain vacant until you get in it. Hallelujah. But that vacant spot will never be filled until you become acquainted with the Holy Ghost. Because the Holy Ghost has everything. He has your assignment. Talk to me. I said he's got your assignment. The Holy Ghost has got your assignment. And when you get down into the fasting and the prayer, and you're in your room by yourself, and you're, and he'll say to you, I want you to go to Samaria. Get thee behind me, devil. No, that's the Holy Ghost telling you, you've got to go to Samaria, see? Because I got something for you to do on your way to Galilee. See, you got to go to Samaria. After a while, you get to know him a little bit better. After a while, when you get to know him a little bit better, it don't make no difference what voice you hear. You say, oh, that's not his voice. I know his voice. That ain't him. I know my friend. I know my friend, the Holy Ghost, see? And when he talks to me, I understand. And I know what he's saying. He's talking to me. I understand it, and I know it's so. Hallelujah. 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 I'm waiting for the day that the Holy Ghost tell me, I want you to give so-and-so $100,000. I'm waiting for the day. I'm waiting for the day. Say, but you don't have $100,000. You don't know God. If God tells you to give it, See, 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 that's what I'm talking about. That personal relationship. You get to know him. God don't ask you to do nothing that he don't provide for you to do it. If he asks you to give it, if you don't have it, he got to give it to you so you can give it. But you'll never know that until you get to know him. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Woo, thank you, Jesus. 
Hallelujah. I've got to close. I've got to close. Lord have mercy. If I, if I don't close this Bible, I'm going to preach. Say, so what'd you do now? You don't know how preach. What you talking about? <laughs> Hallelujah. You got to know him. You got to get to know him. You got to believe on him whom he had sent. And there's a process. There is a process. There is a process. And in that process, you believe beyond your circumstances. You believe beyond what you have. You believe beyond who you think you are. You believe according to his word. And if you will believe according to his word, what he shares with you, I'm telling you, the spirit of the living God, the spirit of truth will show it to you. I, I, I never got back to Mary the other day. I told you I was going to get back there, but time just, just disappeared from me. Yeah, you remember Luke, right? Uh, Mary, the difference in Mary and, and Zacharias, Mary says, how shall these things be? See, Zacharias said, hey, we old. We can't have no baby. We old. She said, how, how can these things be? Seeing I don't, I've never known man. How, how can this be? <laughs> and the spirit shall overshadow you. That's how it's going to happen. But see, you cannot be in unbelief. You cannot be in doubt. You have to know who you're dealing with. You're dealing with the most high God. You're dealing with the only true and living God. You're dealing with the possessor of heaven and earth. You're dealing with the creator of all things. You're dealing with the mighty deliverer. And when you know that he's omniscient, omnipotent, when you know that he is everywhere at all times, he has all power, you will never ask him. You'll never ask him in tones of this can't happen. See, your, your, your tone will change. You say, wow, God, how are you going to do that? <laughs> see, there's a difference. See, there's a difference. Wow, how are you going to do that, God? What he said to me 5.30 the other morning, that was my response. Wow, how are you going to do that? <laughs> See, because I'm not going to tell him he can't do it because I know who he is. I know who he is, see? So I, I, I know how to approach him. Yeah, you're going to do it. I don't know how, but I know you're going to do it. So so, so, so you see, she kind of approached it like that. How, how you going to do that, God? Everybody else I've seen, you know, you got a fella in his, they got to get together, you know? I ain't got no fellas. God, I ain't done nothing. You're the very one I want. God wants to do the impossible. And he wants to use you to do it. I said God wants to do the impossible and he wants to use you to do it. Let me say it again. God wants to do the impossible and he wants to use you to do it. So you have to change your confession, your conversation. You have to change what you say. You have to change what you're saying when these things come to you. When you get to 
fellowshipping with the Holy Ghost and you start hearing these strange things. You start hearing these strange things. Ooh. Wow, God. Ooh, I sure want to see that. Sure want to see that. And he loves it. He loves it. Because then you're right where he wants you. You believe anything he says. And he's a big enough God to do it. I said he's a big enough God to do it. Hallelujah to Jesus. Glory to your holy name, both now and forevermore. Thank you, Father. Thank you for your holy, precious, written word. Thank you for your living word, the Lord Jesus Christ. Thank you for his name and his blood. And thank you for your precious Holy Spirit. For he is the teacher, the guide, the standby, the helper, the paraclete, the comforter. He is the Holy One. He is the spirit of truth. He is my leader. He is the one called alongside together with me against whatever may come against me. And I yield myself to him for he is the one that I believe on. And I know that we will work the works of God because we believe on him. Hallelujah. 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 Thank you for listening to today's Living by Faith podcast. We trust you received something out of today's message. Be sure to subscribe for future episodes. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram at New FMCF. Friend us on Facebook at Faith Mission Christian Fellowship International. And always remember, be not afraid, only believe, for we walk by faith and not by sight. Jesus is Lord, and he is coming soon.